welcome to Working Classy. A show about creativity, productivity, doing what you love, and making money. We are your hosts. I'm Isabel Lee. Thank welcome back. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> and I'm Laurel Hachinova. Welcome Woo-hoo. to episode 14 about things that are inspiring us these days. Can I put you on this list? Huh? Aww. Can I? I put you on this list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy you're back. <laughs> um, how are you, Isabel? I'm good. Uh, I had the week off of work, so none, no one in my family had to go to work for a week. Nice. That's so nice. That's so cool. And we went to Costco <laughs> as a family, which I always enjoy because my dad's like, what do you want? Do you want that? Just put it in the cart. And then you get like 50 of whatever And then I is. get to like take home whatever it is, just like a lot of it. Yeah. You have to nice. be very particular. Can't take anything <laughs> that spoils. And I have lots of toothpaste. Nice. Thanks, Dad. And we also went to Milwaukee for a oh, day. Nice. Because it's kind of close. And by kind of, it's like two hours each way. Yeah. There's a ton of construction. So we had enough time to eat lunch uh-huh. and watch my nephew run around at the Children's Museum. Oh. And then come back. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we didn't see like a ton of Milwaukee, but I've been there before, so it's great. Yeah, yeah. I've been there with you. We've been there. Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with and the, the house on the rocks is that what the what the no, that's oh. that's the wrong place. I wasn't there. <laughs> okay, sorry. <Thank> you. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheese castle? No, wrong place. Okay. Uh, there is a cheese castle on the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did we go there? We did not. Uh-huh. Again, these oh are memories God. that I'm not involved in. So <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I also had a creative project to work on. Ah. So someone I know, him and his friends started a secret bar. Oh. So they sell, you know, a, that sounds illegal. A limited number of tickets mm-hmm. and serve fancy cocktails at secret locations like they tell you like day of where it is mm-hmm. and then I made menu holders for him oh cool and he didn't really have any idea of like how he wanted it done I asked a bunch of questions and he's just like just you know I'll figure it out and I thought it would be more so like a designy like a graphic designy project and it turns out it was a crafts project oh, surprise <laughs> so I figured out what I wanted to do and I cut up a lot of paper and involved folding a lot of paper and painting things but uh I finished today congratulations I want to see it can you post yeah. it on Instagram uh yeah I'll post it on the uh I'll post it good on our Instagram you can see what I did and you will also realize that I'm not great at it because I'm not crafts person <laughs> Uh, but I tried. So. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, yeah I did That's it. Good. Yeah, yeah, nice. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Still running on a lot of different fronts, but I think the the biggest news that I have right now is so the studio that I started up with my friend Patrick, uh, Goodmaker. We're taking a slight pivot, so we're still doing user experience design work, but we've also found, um, and this came from one of our, our current clients, but a need for design leadership consulting. Uh, so essentially what that means is we're looking to help organizations and startups develop their design practitioners and their design leaders in ways that have helped us in the past. And then also in ways that we wish we could have been helped in the past. Hmm. So we're just pulling on a lot of previous experience and formalizing it. Uh, in a way that's hopefully helpful to other design orgs. 
which feels very specific, which is why we both think it might be um, a good thing to pursue. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people do it and we are qualified to do it. So uh, it seems like it could be a nice little niche for us. That's fun. You know, I don't really know what that means. (laughs) Um, (laughs) However, I learned what UX design is. Oh, oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I learned on this this week's this last week's episode. I got a good rundown of it. If anyone is interested, it is our previous episode. Man, that was tough too, because I don't know if you realize, but a lot of user experience design is very visual <laughs> and mm. podcasting. Mm-hmm. Very audio. Well, you did a good job. Thank you. I did I, a lot of editing. I could visualize the things that you were saying. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, also in non-work news, Allie and I went to our sixth wedding of the year. She's actually been to seven. It's a year of love. That was a lot of, yeah. <laughs> Whew, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I now own more dresses at one time than I have since I was maybe 10. <laughs> or something. Like you're going to seven, six different weddings, just wear the same thing. It's a lot of the same people. Oh no. Yeah. Like they remember. I know, I wore, and nobody cares. Nobody I wore my prom dress to junior prom and senior prom. What? But also I don't care about dresses, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, it was kind of, it was fun. It's like, all right, fine. I don't really wear dresses a lot, so it was sort of fun to, you know, dress shop. And now I'm never going to do it again. You don't have to. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't have to. <laughs> I'll be wearing these cute little cocktail dresses <laughs> when I'm like 90. It's fine. Aww. Uh, oh, and then also one of Allie's nieces had her first birthday party over the weekend, so that was great. And she actually had another another niece had her birthday. Um, she just turned nine. Oh, nice. It's actually the person who asked us about farts. Happy birthday, and you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that is that is work life and life life. Wow, look at you. <laughs> Don't look at You're me. always so busy. It's just like, I told you I went to Costco, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm trying to be less busy. I'm actively working to be less busy. Oh, I did say no to some things. Oh, yeah. Per uh, Tiffany's advice during uh-huh. our job search roundtable. So that was very, that was very helpful. Um, one of them was uh, I said no to continuing on with a job application, mm-hmm. like moving forward with the, the process. So I declined to do that. And then there was another thing, and both of them felt great. So thank you again, Tiffany, if you're listening. Yeah. It's great <laughs> to say no sometimes. That's awesome. It does. It does. And it meant saying yes to free time. <laughs> so that yeah. was great. Yeah. Live your life. Oh, I'm trying. Shall we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. So today we're talking about things that have been inspiring us these days. It could important. also be, Yeah. I always like looking for inspiration outside of the normal things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you assume, okay, like there's a book that tells you exactly how it is. And you're right, like, okay, right, right. well, that's a given. Or that like Pinterest. Given, yeah. Those are given inspirational things. Mm-hmm. But let's look at a few things that might be a little outside of that. Yeah. Uh, the first one I have is a musician, not Beyonce. Although every time I see her, every time we're inspired because it's like, what do you do? What is your routine? Yeah. 100% of the time, Beyonce is inspiring. Do you ever sleep? Anyway. A uh, musician that I was thinking of who is not Beyonce, which is rare, is <laughs> Bruno Major. Uh, found out through somebody else's story once that they posted on Instagram. And, you know, when they post a story, it's always a, a snippet of the song. 
but that snippet sounded good. And I was like, I'm going to get on that. Mm. And he uh, put out a, an album by himself called A Song for Every Moon, which is called that because he gave himself a deadline of finish, finishing and recording a song um, by every full moon. That's really cool. And so he did that for a year. So it's 12 song uh, album. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of shows you that deadlines are important for your creativity because open-endedly without any real direction, you know, for many of us, it, we're dabbling in many projects just because we can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, having like a definitive goal. Really, it's, it's a really beautiful album. I highly recommend it. Nice. Where can you hear it? Or where did you listen to it? Uh, you can listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music or the YouTube great um i also suggest if you're interested in his process for a specific album just google some of that he's talked about it quite a bit or we will link to it in the show notes or we will link to it so (laughs) you don't have to (laughs) be nice sorry (laughs) um okay so i also have a music thing sort of uh it's called brain.fm and it is less beautiful. <laughs> uh, I recommended it to Irene, who was in our, our happy hour episode. Mm-hmm. And I believe she referred to it as robot music. Mm-hmm. But that's what I like about it because it's not exciting enough to distract me, but it's just interesting enough to keep me focused on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So they have a bunch of different options for types of music and you can use it to either focus or relax or meditate and there might be something else but even just under focus there are different genres like you could do cinematic focus or you could do electronic focus or like forest rainforest yeah so it's just a bunch so of yeah is it just options. sounds and is it music it's music is it like like an like orchestral music some of them yeah like the cinematic focus would be more orchestral and then some of it though like i wonder i sort of wonder how they make the music because it feels almost like it could be algorithmically made hmm yeah all right i'm gonna have to listen to this i do understand wanting to listen to something that doesn't have words or you can't Mm -hmm. sing along to because i always sing along oh yeah Yeah, but that actually that just makes me happy (laughs) <laughs> it depends on what I'm working on because a lot of t- a lot of times the stuff that I'm working on also requires me to write content oh, even yeah. if it's just like labeling buttons or coming up with pretend copy for a fake news article page or something mm-hmm. and and then I can't like split my brain that way so robot you. music all right yeah well, you know, check it out. <laughs> it's also fine if you know. I love it a lot. Um, I, I've actually been using it for years now. Still into it. Yeah, I'm still into it. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, okay. Another one of my things is a person, primarily the person, Bobby Kim, aka Bobby Hundreds of the Hundreds Streetwear clothing brand. I follow his Instagram specifically, and I don't even think I follow the brand because he himself is like everything that you would want in following somebody who is full of inspiration. For one, he is Asian American. So <laughs> that's the first thing you want when you're that's following really, someone. Well, you know what? For somebody to be 
so deep into the scene and by the scene I do mean streetwear culture mm-hmm. um, to be just so in it and I'm guessing but I just don't think people really address that part of him they're not like oh well what would you know you know mm-hmm. or maybe they did when he was younger but at this point he's like you know one of the kings right of streetwear so that to me is a plus I like to see people of color doing their thing and just being very good also, his co-founder, Ben Hundreds, also person of color. Anyway. Oh, nice. I move on. <laughs> um, so the Hundreds themselves, they do a variety of projects. They don't just do streetwear. I think they have an online magazine or maybe a print magazine. And they, like Bobby, started doing some like video and some other things. So he's kind of all over the place just to keep it fresh. Um, he's super knowledgeable of the streetwear culture, which is not really my, that's not really my cup of tea. Um, but it's, it's nice to see because it does cross over with clothing and branding in itself. He also posts a lot about friends from other industries. Like every once in a while, he'll just be hanging out with like actors and Jenny from Jenny's Ice Cream. Just oh, like, cool, yeah. He just has friends from all kinds of industries. And I'm sure he finds a lot of inspiration in like those types of conversations. And he's a world traveler. I also like to, when he travels, he's one of those that like posts kind of a lot. And I like that because if I'm not there, I'd like to see it at least, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> yeah. from like, you know, his perspective. Also, just to kind of give you an insight on why I like him so much. According to this Forbes article that we will share with you, he studied law to appease his family because his family immigrated to the States. And being from a Korean family, he had to be, you know, like a doctor or lawyer. So he chose law. When he was in school, his boss and mentor, who was currently dying of cancer at the time, was helping him with an internship. And his boss said that he would make a great lawyer and he was a great intern, but he should not pursue law because he wasn't passionate about it. Um, He told Bobby, do you want to be 40 years old one day and wake up doing something you didn't truly love? Mm. And Bobby took it to heart and started the hundreds. So that's um, great. I just really like the backstory. Like he really changed his career path to something he loved. Yeah. And look at him now. Look at him now. I definitely suggest to follow. I will follow him. And you? Um, Okay, so I've got a book. Um, It's called Women and Power, and it is by Mary Beard, who is a professor of classics at Cambridge. She's also the author of a bunch of books about ancient Greek and Roman history. She had a couple of television shows, I think, about the same stuff. But anyway, so basically what she does is she draws in this book it's pretty short it's actually almost a transcription of some lectures that she gave about the subject where basically she she's drawing parallels between the way that women were treated in ancient greek and roman history uh, when they tried to speak up in public which was basically ridiculed and or silenced violently and how that's very similar to what happens to people like women who try to speak up today they're either ridiculed or threatened violently and sometimes assaulted. And that happens even to women who hold positions of power. So like Senator Elizabeth Warren or Hillary Clinton, just watching the way that they're treated sort of in the public sphere is very similar to some of the stuff that she brings up that happened thousands of years ago, which sounds really bleak, but she ends the book with this idea that maybe it's maybe it's not so much changing the minds of the people who are treating women this way, which, you know, 
you can try, but it's very difficult, possibly impossible. And to maybe rethink the structures of power themselves. So the way that we define power has been very masculine and like strong. And we, when we think of a, a voice with authority, it's usually like deep and resonant. But maybe we should think about power as being more collaborative and inclusive. Mm. And that could be that could be a start. Cool. So Women in Power by Mary Beard that awesome. <laughs> is something that's been giving me life lately. Nice. Um, well, next I have a Netflix show because how inspiring is the internet and TV shows? Uh-huh. Um, Stay Here on Netflix. Have you seen it? I Have I been watching Stay Here? No, I haven't been watching Stay Here. I have it queued, but I have been watching something else. It's like a British show about people who don't pay mortgages because they've... Oh, How to Live Mortgage Free is the one that oh, I've been God. watching. But it's another like interesting home show and how to do it yourself. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Why am I looking at that? Okay. Tell us about Stay Here. Stay Here on Netflix. Uh, They essentially teach people how to Airbnb their space to make bank. Mm -hmm. Have you gotten Um, any tips? Well, I I can't Airbnb my space. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Because for one, I'd have nowhere to live. (laughs) Uh, But for two, it's illegal if you're renting. Mm, yeah so, it's usually in the in the lease yeah but the 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 cool thing about it is that you know you see these people who do have airbnb spaces and you see the before and like you can see that they tried but they didn't try hard enough because like some places you're like I really don't want to stay there um and then it has a lot to do with branding essentially and like finding you know and like price comparisons to people in the area but also if you have a you know a specific story that you can sell then Mm. you make more money just by that it's really cool um i really liked it and i like that it just it forced you to think outside the box because sometimes we think of only the tools that are given to us you know we think oh this is this is our space this is all we can afford so this is as nice as this is going to look Mm, right, right, right. But they actually have to invest their money. They have to give it to these other people to design their space, but they are actually investing their money and they show them by investing their money how much money they'd be making back in return. Oh, nice. That's cool. So, so yeah, it's not yeah. just like a free makeover. Yeah. Is this like a show by Airbnb? Like, do they? No, they actually are not allowed to say Airbnb. Oh, interesting. They just say one of those sites. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say it's Airbnb. Oh, interesting. What about you? I also have a Netflix recommendation, and it is Terrace House. Uh, specifically, specifically, Opening Doors. Terrace House Opening Doors has been this just lovely little brain vacation. Mm. It is maybe the least dramatic reality TV I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Everyone is so nice and so mm-hmm. kind to each other. Like the big the big drama is stuff like, oh, this roommate said he was going to cook for us. I wonder if he really will because he's generally very lazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Or will will Xian buy Subasa a luck charm from the temple for her upcoming hockey game? It's like, oh my God, I love these <laughs> problems. I love these problems so much. They're so sweet. Yeah. And or like, where will they go on a date to this right. like weird food factory? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Konyaku Park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cute show. It's great. 
Yeah. But we finished this season. Of, of what there is. Right. Yeah. Of yeah. what there is so far. You're right, right, right. And now we have jumped to, I think it's, Allie said it was Netflix's first season of Terrace House, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is called Boys and Girls in the City. That's a good one. Oh, have you seen have you seen I've that? seen all of them. What? Well, all that's on Netflix. Which one's your favorite series? Probably the first one. That one that you're watching oh, now. Really? Or huh. this last one. The Aloha State one was not not very good. Oh, that's so sad. I thought you would like that one the most. You know, I thought I would too, except they spent most of their time in Waikiki and made it seem like that was the only thing that was there. Aww. Um, and because they were in a different place and like the lifestyle and everything was different. They didn't really mesh the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would highly recommend Terrace House. It was actually a difficult sell um, for me. Someone had recommended it to Allie, and then she was trying to tell me about it, and it just sounded so dumb. <laughs> like, so in the episode that she watched, the guys were just meeting each other, and one of the guys had brought two stuffed pandas. And they spent part of the episode just, like, talking about his stuffed pandas Mm -hmm. in this really pleasant way, like, not making fun of them or anything, just like, oh, do they have names? That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God. And so finally, we just kind of, like, I don't know how she got me to watch an episode, but then that was it. Like, then I watched (laughs) them all. And sometimes we watch it so much that I forget that I don't speak Japanese. (laughs) But then I'll look away and and then I'll realize that I can't understand what they're saying without reading the Mm -hmm. subtitles. We always start the episode without the closed captioning. And it takes like a while to figure out that we're not reading anything and we're just, right, like yeah. nodding. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Konbawa. Konbawa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's two thumbs up from Laurel and I. We both yeah, think yeah. you should that's watch Terrace thumbs. House. Great. Um, but it does require reading. So mm-hmm. unless, it's worth it. unless it's so worth you it. understand Japanese, then by all Right, right. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's um, your next one? Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, my next and last one for today uh, is a podcast called Perspective Collective. I started following this guy on Instagram for a while because he's a really great letterer and he <clears throat> tends to post um, process videos and process shots. Mm. And that is my jam. That is mm. my favorite thing to see from anybody is their start to finish. Um, his name is Scotty Russell and he interviews other designers and letters, but also I think he gets into a variety of people who are just like really passionate about their jobs. He does Mm -hmm. really fun interviews. My only thing about it is that it gets kind of (laughs) bro-y. It's just his personality. I mean, like he's, he seems very approachable. Like he doesn't seem like stuffy, but it's a lot of, yeah, bro, you know, (laughs) (laughs) That part I don't relate to as much, but um, <laughs> he like posts in conjunction with the podcast. So like you can see aspects of the people that he's interviewing in his post. So you get a visual contact. Oh, cool. Nice. That's very nice. Oh, maybe we should do that. Huh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? Okay, so I also have a podcast and it's called In Good Company and it is hosted by a woman named Otega Iwagba and she interviews entrepreneurs and um, the reason I like her show so much is she's really good at getting sort of not just the success story but the practical aspects of what went into it. So uh, the first episode that I listened to was 
Oh, this. Oh, okay. So this woman decided to open a cactus and succulent shop called Prick, which is a great name for (laughs) a shop that sells cactus. Yeah. And she talked about how uh, she planned for the business, how she came up with the business, how she built her Instagram following. She eventually wrote a book. So she talked about that. And it was just, it it felt really um, inspiring, but also very down to earth. So Mm -hmm. uh, the episodes that I've listened to since have also been just as good. Nice. Yeah. I will definitely add that to my queue as well. She's got this there. She's in London um, and they've all got this these great British accents. Oh, that makes it better. Feel even more authoritative. It's like, yeah. oh yes, this is <laughs> fantastic. Thank you. That's as far as my wow. <laughs> my British accent will go. Thank you for time. telling me that that was a British accent. No, it was. <laughs> so is this. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, quit your day job now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, that that all sounds, that podcast sounds awesome. Well, what has inspired you lately? Tell us. Email us at workingclassyshow at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram and Twitter at working underscore classy. Or facebook.com slash workingclassyshow. Isabel, now, do you have a tip of the week? The tip nugget of the week. Of the week. To be fair, Tip Nugget has taken a break for like two weeks, <laughs> and I didn't fight you on it when we had guests because how say- awkward it would be. What? Not in front of the guests? Not in front of the guests. Do I yell oh, Nugget? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting too, and I was like, oh, "All right, I guess I win." And even on your personal episode, you didn't say Nugget. You didn't miss me that much. I did. Mm. I did. I was just reveling in the fact that it was all mine. <laughs> Anyway, the tip nugget of the week. Tip of the week. Is to find your accountability buddy. We mm. have mentioned accountability buddy before. <laughs> a buddy to keep you accountable. Uh-huh, um, yeah, yeah. And have a shared calendar. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. I've actually done this before with a few people for working out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we already said that visuals help for yourself, but also for somebody who has a similar goal as you. Um, to see how often you're working out and be like, I went to the gym three times this week. Where are you? Oh, oh, nice. You know, and obviously yeah. do it with somebody that you're, you know, comfortable with sharing whatever the calendar may be. Um, mm-hmm. I have another calendar with somebody to do create creative projects. Mm, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, you know, she'll check in and be like, did you do, have you done anything this week? Like, and I'll be like, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to put it in, which I have put in because I've, I've done things this week. Uh, oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, that's kind of nice to have somebody just see it. The visuals help both sides. Um, but yeah, there you go. Nice. I like it. Well, oh, well, we should also talk about our upcoming uh, series on career pivots. Oh, Co- yes. Pivots. I can't say that. Ver- Can you say it? What did you just say? We should talk about our series on career, career pivots. pivots. Yeah. Pivot. So we're going to have a series about pivots. <laughs> pivot. 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 Oh, good. We already have our social media post for it. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Thanks, Ross. Yeah. So we'll be interviewing um, a few friends and associates about ways that they have pivoted in their careers and how they did that. How, why they did that. Why they did that. Yep. If they're happier, ideally, yeah. they probably are. Yeah. And advice yeah. for people who are thinking about pivoting as well. For sure. 
Because mm-hmm. that's that's the goal. You know, we're all here just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I forgot to ask you this when we did our how are you's, yeah, but sure. uh, do you still want to be a wedding planner? No. No, okay. <laughs> uh, in in, dream in the simplest, <laughs> in the simplest uh, answer is that that would require weekends, oh, like almost good, all yeah, weekends and the full yeah. weekend. And um, summers, just like. There yeah. you go. So, your- uh, unless Erin suddenly gets a job where she also only works on the weekends, uh-huh. um, I would just probably never see her. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think for our lifestyle, it's not really. You could both be wedding planners. Yeah. Mm. I don't think she would like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Is she like shaking her head now? Yeah. She's like, she no, that's not going to be it. Yeah, I know. Um, okay. But, you know, just, just be uh, that's just one of the main things that I was like, wait a minute. No one's so going to get married say, on like a Tuesday during the day, right? Maybe you could influence them to – no, you shouldn't. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, so would you like a job that has certain aspects of being a wedding planner without the weekends and summers, like the weekends and holidays? Sure. I mean, I like planning and coordinating. I like events. I just don't I, – you know, as long as it's not like a weekly thing – Mm-hmm. I can do like one-off things. I started looking into event marketing, yeah, and experiential marketing because mm-hmm. I love going to those. Yeah, so to be on the other end would be super cool. Yeah, um, so continue to look into that. Yeah, I'm gonna keep looking. Okay, good. Yeah, and I have a timeline of when I'm oh, going great. to formally start looking for jobs. Cool. Yeah. Are you so. working on your portfolio? Uh, mentally so far. <laughs> I know. I'm, oh, we should have an episode about that. Okay. And you can help me. I will. Yeah. I'm Thank actually you. currently helping someone do exactly that for exactly that field. So yeah, let's do it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bra. Oh, <laughs> we're not that um. podcast. We can't, <laughs> we can't pull it off. No, I know. It felt weird even saying it. It mm. sounds like, do you, do you need one? Yeah, it's like, are you looking at it? You're holding up great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's our show. Bye. (laughs) Thanks. Bye.